Welcome to the 2022 WAC football schedule show. Kendra Sheehan joined by David Saltzman, ESPN play-by-play broadcaster, had an opportunity to call some of the FCS playoff games and, of course, several other games throughout this season. David, thank you so much for joining us, and Happy New Year, of course. Well, uh, thank you. I appreciate the invite, and obviously it's an exciting time for all of you, so good to be here. Yes, and last year, you know, the WAC, we bring football back first time in nearly a decade that football is back in the WAC. We get two teams into the playoffs, Sam Houston and Stephen F. Austin and uh, Incarnate Ward, which is actually joining the WAC this season. So that's technically three teams coming back this year into the league that have playoff experience. What does that mean for this conference being such a young, young conference in terms of competing with the best of the best in the FCS. I think it's great because like you said, you had UIW who made the playoffs and now they're going through a new coaching staff, but they brought in GJ Kinney who had a great deal of success as a quarterback on the FBS level. And then as a coach, uh, both at UCF and in the NFL for a time. Um, so hopefully down in San Antonio, they won't skip a beat. You know, and in addition to that, when you look at Southern Utah also being added to the conference, you know, one thing I, w- I want to say is, that I think it's a very exciting time for all WAC football fans because the geographical rivalries are going to be there. And that's so, so important, I think, especially for leagues such as this. You're going to have your rivalries among the best teams in the league. That just brews up when you're playing for, say, a conference title or a berth in the FCS playoffs. But you also have all these geographical rivalries, which I know you're going to go through uh, when you go through the matchups. Um, but, but again, it, it's a great time, I think, for the conference overall. It certainly is. And we're going to go through week by week some of these games that have been released. And we start Thursday, September 1st, under the lights. It's the season opener, the conference opener, Lamar at Abilene Christian. Cardinals 1-9 overall last season, 0-4 in the WAC. But under third-year head coach Blaine Morgan, can we start to see a little bit more development this year? Will his recruiting start to pay off? in his third season. Yeah, I think that's expected. And of course, one of those seasons was the spring season. And so it, it counts technically, but but obviously all of football was affected by uh, what had to happen when the actual fall season in 2020 was canceled. So it's a late start for programs like Lamar to really get things going. Um, so I do think you're certainly gonna see improvement like you see with so many programs where the young talent that a team has matures and blossoms together. The very interested to see also what's going to happen in Abilene making a coaching change with Keith Patterson I love this hire a defensive coordinator at Texas Tech and Utah State by the way that's whack country so it's perfect we talk about geography from a fan standpoint from a coaching standpoint that helps in recruiting he even was a coach 20 years ago in the high school level at Allen High School in the Dallas area and that's a fertile recruiting ground for ACU as well so Lamar maybe a little ahead with Blaine Morgan being the coach there for a time uh, but at ACU maybe you've seen that the facilities are great the support is great and I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't take too long for Keith Patterson really to get the Wildcats going we'll jump ahead now to the end of September when we'll have our next conference matchup and that is Dixie State at Southern Utah that is Saturday September 24th and of course Southern Utah joining the league both teams struggled last season but what does this 
rivalry, in-state rivalry mean for fans? It's going to be great. I mean, you're 50 miles away, and, and that's one great example of what the WAC has done. You're seeing all these Texas rivalries, some which have been longstanding, but you get UIW uh, back with SFA and teams like that, so you get these Texas rivalries brewing, and a great rivalry in the state of Utah. I believe, what, they're 50 miles away, Dixie State in southern Utah. Um, so instantly there, you have a lot of excitement among the fan bases. And then, like Lamar and ACU are trying to do, trying to build up these programs, you mentioned that you had struggles for both these teams in the fall of 2021, but Southern Utah has made a coaching change, and Delane Fitzgerald has had a lot of success on the Division II level. And this isn't a lean program by any stretch. Southern Utah made the playoffs in 2017, and they're coming to the WAC from the Big Sky, which is one of the toughest FCS conferences in the country. Um, so interested to see their progression as time goes on. And Dixie State, yeah, the one win last season, um, but at the same time transitioning from Division II, so it's going to take them some time. But like I mentioned about Avalon, there's tremendous support down there. And so I think sooner rather than later, you're going to see Dixie State be awfully competitive in the league as well, maybe as soon as uh, the next fall. That same weekend, we have Sam Houston at UIW. This is a rematch of the FCS second round playoff game. This was such a close game. I think it'll be a great test for UIW in San Antonio kind of right away. Yeah, I had the privilege of calling this game in the playoffs, and it was tremendous because Sam Houston was the defending FCS champs at the time. And of course, as you know, they rolled through uh, the WAC and Atlantic Sun schedule um, on their way to a, an undefeated season. They had a huge winning streak that was ended later on by Montana State. But the game came down to the wire. UIW went for it on the very last play of the game with a uh, quarterback draw, and Cameron Ward was stopped at the one-yard line. So a tremendous matchup the last time these two teams met, which wasn't long ago. There's going to be big time changes for both these teams heading into the fall of 2022. Mentioned G.J. Kinney and the new coaching staff at UIW. Eric Morris has moved on to become the offensive coordinator at Washington State. Cameron Ward, the superstar quarterback for the Cardinals, has announced his intentions to transfer. He can always come back, but he's had multiple FBS offers, so likely he's going to be somewhere else. If UIW can keep someone like a Kevin Yeager on the roster at quarterback, he backed up Ward uh, back in the fall. He's a record-setting quarterback in the high school level in Texas. Um, so you may not see too much of a drop-off, if at all, with UIW, especially offensively, that they can have Yeager at that quarterback position and get a lot of guys back in the skill positions because that offense is still going to be high-powered because of what G.J. Kinney brings to the table, having last been a co-offensive coordinator at UC. CF and under Gus, Gus Melzon and the great offense they had in Orlando. And for Sam Houston, they obviously dominated the league last year. And at the same time, though, they're losing a ton of players. They had so many returnees from their national championship team. Now, look, Casey Keeler and his staff, they're going to recruit great. Um, but at the same time, a lot of new players are going to have to try to mesh together. So by the time that matchup happens in late September, uh, maybe some questions will be answered. They're good questions, but there's a lot of questions to be answered for both programs just because of how new things are going to be with both squads. Certainly, I think that's one that fans would definitely want to circle on their calendars. That same weekend, we have Lamar at Stephen F. Austin. We'll jump ahead to Saturday, October 1st. We have Abilene Christian at Dixie State. Carlton will take on Lamar at Lamar. And Stephen F. Austin at Sam Houston. This is the Battle of the Piney Woods. It was a one-point game last year. Sam Houston winning 21-20 to for their 10th straight. Battle of the Piney Woods win 
with Sam Houston moving on to Conference USA in 2023, could this be the last battle of the Piney Woods we see for a while? I hope not. I don't know anyone who wants it to end. I mean, this is the Texas versus Texas A&M of the FCS, and that is not an exaggeration. They've been playing for 90 years, and they've been conference rivals the whole time. Obviously, you mentioned Sam Houston's about to go to Conference USA, so, so that's going to change. The rivalry is still going to be there. You just don't throw away 90 years of bad blood. And there's bad blood in a respectful way, you can say, but between these two squads. So I really hope that both programs, really both administrations, come to an agreement to keep playing the game, um, whether it's at Energy Stadium in Houston, which it will be this coming fall, um, or somewhere else because the rivalry is great. It, it's really one of those, and I know this is cliche, that throw the record out the book type games. Um, now, both teams were awfully good, of course, last fall and both made the playoffs and Sam Houston rallied for the win. Uh, but there have been times when SFA has come in, it seemed like the uh, matchup would be one-sided and they're right in the game in the fourth quarter. And let me tell you, we talked about Sam Houston having to make all these changes personnel-wise. Uh, just about everyone's coming back for SFA. They haven't beaten the Bearcats in about a decade. They are so hungry in Nacogdoches to finally win. I'm sure they want the rivalry to continue anyway once Sam moves on the Conference USA. But if they can beat the Bearcats and end that long losing streak while both are members of the WAC, uh, that's going to be a feather in the cap to the fans in Nacogdoches. I know they want it badly. Absolutely. That's the second longest rivalry in the FCS. We'll jump mm -hmm. ahead to Saturday, October 8th. We have Abilene Christian at Sam Houston. Lamar will be at Dixie State. UIW at Stephen F. Austin. This is one to circle for that weekend of October 8th. Rematch to the first round of the FCS playoffs last year. UIW won in overtime, 35-28. This is shaping up to be an absolute battle that weekend. Yeah, I think so. I, well, it's a revenge game too, right? Because I just mentioned, SFA has a lot of those players coming back this season that will remember how they lost the UIW game. It was an overtime and SFA had their chances. They had a remarkable uh, strip and score by their big nose tackle, Rayshon Nichols, and took the lead late in the fourth. Then a couple of big defensive penalties helped UIW march down the field, tie the game, force the overtime, and then, of course, the Cardinals would win it. So I know that SFA is going to have this game circled. And with all those players coming back and, and you know, the consensus All-American, Xavier Gibson as well, Colby Carthel is something going in Nacogdoches. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised when that preseason poll comes out. If Sam is not eligible for the WAC crown, SFA is going to be first. And that, that would make a lot of sense with all the players coming back. But I think G.J. Kinney is going to keep things going at UIW as well. I think this is going to be a really good matchup, even if a lot of the players doing the production for the Cardinals is going to be different. We should see Stephen F. Austin in the top 25 to start the year. That same weekend, we have Carlton at Southern Utah. We jump ahead to Saturday, October 15th, and that is just one conference matchup, Southern Utah at Abilene Christian. October 22nd, that's Saturday. We have Abilene Christian at UIW, Sam Houston at Tarleton. We haven't really talked about Tarleton too much. Texans six and five, two and three in the WAC. Do you think they can start competing, especially against Sam Houston this year? 
Well, they have Stephen Duncan coming back at quarterback. He has FBS experience in Western Kentucky. The offense started to get things going as the 2021 season ended. They had a big win over Central Arkansas. And you know that defense is going to be good. Devin Hafford is gone, the WAC Defensive Player of the Year, because um, he's used up his eligibility. But there's going to be plenty of players back for that Tarleton defense. You know their longtime defensive coordinator, Marcus Patton, is going to have a good defense again. That same weekend, we have Stephen F. Austin at Southern Utah. Then we'll jump to October 29th. We have Dixie State at Stephen F. Austin. Now, Dixie State was 1-10, 0-3 in the WAC, but they played nine opponents that were either ranked or receiving votes in the top 25. And so I know that their record, I don't think necessarily reflects the talent that was on that roster and for some of those guys coming back this year. Yeah, I think the bottom of the league is going to be better. Uh, when you're in your first year transitioning from D2, you're, you're going to have bumps. There are very few exceptions for that. And you have a lot of young talent coming back as well. And as you said, they had a tough schedule in the fall, and they've gotten a taste now of what WAC football is, is all about. They came from a good league in, in D2, but obviously the WAC is a different beast. So based on all that experience from the fall and obviously a hunger to get in the win column much, much more, I think you'll see a more competitive Dixie State team this year. Certainly. We have UIW at Tarleton and Southern Utah at Lamar that same weekend. That's October 29th. We'll move forward to November 5th. Sam Houston at Dixie State, Lamar at UIW, Tarleton at Stephen F. Austin. And then as we move forward to November 12th, Abilene Christian at Tarleton. This is one that I like. Both schools less than 100 miles away. And ACU runs over Tarleton last year, 29-3. Is Tarleton coming back for revenge this year? Yeah, I think so. And they'll have the game at home. And the support in Stephenville was really, really good. Um, and they have embraced this move to Division One football with as much excitement as I think any community can have. And so right there, you have a great baseline for success in addition to what we talked about. Going six and five, which Tarleton did, um, I think that's huge for the Texans. That's a feather in their cap. They can say, we were above 500 in uh, our, this season of Division I football, and they're only going to look to build on that. And like we talked about at the top with the geography, and you just mentioned it, these schools are 100 miles apart. Now, they could be two of the top teams in the WAC come that game. Who knows? Because that game is November 12th. But at the same time, there's going to be a lot of excitement surrounding this matchup. I love going to games when the visiting fans are there in droves. And I, and I think you're going to see quite a, a few fans wearing uh, the, the the Abilene purple, uh, not the Tarleton colors. Um, so I think there's it's a lot of excitement, too, surrounding this game. The, the geographical matchups, I'll say again, is one key why everyone should really be excited about WAC football coming up. Because those stick, regardless of a team's performance, I've been part of schools in other leagues where maybe in the past there were some geographical matchups and then due to FBS conference realignment, you maybe aren't playing a conference rival that's from your own state. And so I love what the WAC has done again, bringing all these teams. And don't forget, UT Rio Grande Valley is going to start in 2025, so it's only going to grow where so many of these teams and fan bases are going to have matchups to look forward to just based on how close the opponents are to them. Yeah, I think it'll build the overall atmosphere at the football games when you have all fans packed in the stands and certainly will be a lot of purple at this game. Also that same day, November 12th, we have Dixie State at UIW, Southern Utah at Sam Houston. 
The last week of conference play that we have on this schedule, November 19th, Stephen F. Austin at Abilene Christian, UIW at Southern Utah, Sam Houston at Lamar, shaping up to be a wonderful season. I think there's a lot of excitement. WAC football back last year, and we're bringing back some incredible teams, adding some incredible new teams. David, thank you so much for helping us break down this schedule. We really appreciate it. All games will be on ESPN Plus this year, and the WAC continues to grow. Thank you so much for joining us. Always appreciate the invite, and thank you. Good to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us for the 2022 WAC Football Schedule Show. Be sure to check out our social media and WAC Sports and follow us as we go to football media preview days in July. So thank you so much for joining us and looking forward to another great year of football.